Hello, my name is Chance, and you are listening to my podcast, A Chance to Strive. The name of this episode is How to Love Yourself. And the reason why I feel like I picked this so early on, like in the very first episode, I mentioned the fact that one of the things that stood out to me the most about social media was this idea that I could reach out to people on on a platform. And there's so many people that I had in my graphs on my platform. And it just felt great being able to just mean something to so many people. And the idea that what I say matters to them is honestly the reason why I'm continuously going to keep on doing this for as long as I possibly can. But um, the one thing that a lot of people on my platform always ask me is like, you seem like you're genuinely happy. And I think when your energy comes off and it seems genuine, that strikes people because a lot of people are trying to get to the same place that they see you at. And a lot of people constantly ask me like, hey, like, how do you how are you happy? Like, how did you get there? And it's like years in the process. And even now, it's like where I do consider myself a pretty happy person, mentally stable and everything like that for like. A lot of times life is going to happen. You're going to go through things and everything like that. And it's just the thing about loving yourself is you need to constantly be able to remind yourself of everything that you've learned as you were trying to get to that certain point where everything seemed like it was going perfect. But of course, things are going to drop. But the idea that you have it in the back of your mind, like I deserve this love. I deserve to look at myself the way I look at the person that I value the most, the, the person that means the most to me and stuff like that. So, yeah, we're going to go. We're going to start off with that. Um, so pretty much I'm going to tell a quick little overview of my story and like how I've gotten to a place where I feel like I'm capable of saying I love myself and it's actually genuine. And then I actually saw this Instagram thread and it was actually a really dope thread. And I actually was like, yo, this is actually pretty great advice. And it's advice that I would probably give to someone if they actually asked me a question like, hey, how did you come to this place where like you actually feel like you love yourself? So that's actually what I'm going to. So that's actually what I use to break down the episode. And then, of course, I added like my own talking points and everything like that, and, like what I would say instead of like something that they said and everything like that. So to start off with my story, I think um I didn't always love myself or I didn't always look at myself and give myself that genuine, unconditional love that I deserve, in my opinion. I think in the very beginning, I I tried to fake it. Like I I used to fake this confidence in it, it was just all ego. Like the, the reasons why I was confident were not, it wasn't a place where I already was. It was pretty much just like, I want to be the person that's good at this and that. And I know I'm not there yet, but for some reason I want to act like it. Like I want people to look at me like, oh, you're a cool kid. Like at one point I was, I was the class clown. I was like the smart kid that was also a class clown. In other words, <laughs> it was just confusing because I did not know. It's like I'd be in AP classes, but then I'd still be the exact same person cracking jokes and doing all that. And my teachers were just confused. It's like, yo, Chance, like you kind of have to pick. Like I know you want to do both, but until you understand there's a balance, you got to get good at one thing before you lead to the other. And I did start focusing on school. Um, but the thing is, I realized like a lot of the times the reason why I became, I became the class clown, I liked when people liked me. So I was willing to do whatever it took to pleasure them. So in other words, I actually, for the longest, I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know who I wanted to be. All I ultimately really knew was I just want to be accepted. I want to fit in. So I'm going to do whatever it takes. Any crowd that I was in, I would act the way that that crowd would accept me. And for the long, I had that personality where it was, I had a very diverse personality. I could Act like the person where it's kind of like, I talk all about love. I could be with some of my friends that are like not doing certain things that they should be. Some of my smart friends at school and everything like that. And in church friends. So I had so many different groups of friends. 
it was easy for me to balance that. But I realized like at a certain point, I'm going to have to learn that. And the person who's really like helped me understand so much about this is my mentor. And I think I was just blessed to come across this dude because he literally was my seventh grade ELA teacher. And this is somebody till today's day that is giving me advice that is looking over how I'm doing and still making sure that I'm okay. And it's like, my father passed away in 2013. I think that was the time I was seventh grade. And right when I started having his class, he kind of like, I don't know what he saw in me, but he just saw this amount of potential in me. He kind of wanted to just get me to a point where I was actually taking advantage of my potential and not wasting it. Because honestly, if it wasn't for him, I would have not turned out to be the person that I am today. And I tell him this every single time because it's like, I feel like people who really mean a lot to you and who dedicate a lot of energy towards you, they just they deserve to constantly be reminded about how much you value them. Because I feel like a lot of the times we forget to actually prioritize people and actually like, oh, no, I feel like they, they should know this already. But come on. There are times where you know you look great, but hearing it from somebody else is like, it's like, oh, that, that felt a little better. You know, just the idea of hearing it at times is like, who doesn't want to be told that they're important? Who doesn't want to be told that they're loved? So I constantly would make sure that I tell him these things to him. How much he taught me, like, my maturity was just all on him. The reason why a lot of people was like, hey, how are you so much right at your age? It's like, I had somebody that went through so many different things, right? And he instilled all of that knowledge in me. Any question that I had, he would either give me the answer or tell me how I'm supposed to figure it out. And a lot of times he would notice, like, there are things I have to figure out. He'd stay quiet in the background. He's like, I know you're going to end up figuring it out. And after I figure it out, he's like, I didn't like how you were doing this and that, but you seem... And I was like, yeah, I had to do better. He's like, I'm glad you understand. But, you know, I really am grateful for him because, like, I even tell my mother how much, like, this dude has really, like, stepped in to be, like, a father figure. And just the bond that we've had. And that's one thing about me. I hate disappointing people. The idea that I am going to disappoint someone that is important to me, and especially someone, like, that puts faith in you, someone that has high expectations of you, I was just so scared of like, in the beginning, I was so scared of disappointing him. Like, I, I think at one point I did something where I told him, he was like, you shouldn't be scared of disappointing me. I'm never going to be disappointed in you. Am I going to be mad at times that you make a dumb decision? Yes, because I know you know better. But somebody who truly loves you is not going to be disappointed in you. The idea that they love you means they love you unconditionally. They don't only love you when you're capable of being your best self. So unless you really find somebody like that, I promise you, those are not people that truly love you. The idea that there are expectations that you have to meet in order to like be worth that love, that's not real love at all. Okay, so now that's pretty much my story. And it's like my mentor really did instill a lot of things in me that actually helped me find my way to where I am today. And a lot of that, I just kept it in. It was just the idea of like, you are you and anything you want to be is just, that's just it. So it took me a lot of time figuring out who I wanted to be. But once I figured it out by taking so much time to myself, it all made sense. Okay, now we're actually going to go into the breakdown of like how it is that you actually are capable of loving yourself. So there's just going to be a lot of tips and tricks that I feel like a lot of people don't know or things that people just need to prioritize a little more as you're trying to get to a place where you look at yourself in the mirror and you're actually happy with what you see. You don't look at yourself and you start picking every single part of you that's just terrible. Well, that you see as terrible because a lot of the time, the way we look at ourselves isn't necessarily how people see us. But I think that's the whole reason why it's called self-love. It has nothing to do with anybody else. It's just about you. 
and you have to just figure that out. So the first part would be like just to get to know yourself. Like what is it that you like? What is it that you don't like? The idea like to love somebody, you have to know them. It's I can't just love a stranger. I can't look at somebody without knowing anything about them and I, and I just say, "Oh, I love them." No, maybe I like how they look or something like that, but if you understand that you can't love someone without knowing them. How's how would it be possible for you to love yourself if you don't even know the first thing there is to know about you? I feel like a lot of the times we avoid thinking about certain things because we're afraid of accepting the truth or at times we just live in this idea where it's like what people think of me is my reality and you just go along with it like it's what you're supposed to do but realistically it's like no you have to sit down with yourself and be completely honest and tell yourself what is it that I like what is it that I don't like when do I feel the most like myself like when are you in that scene when it doesn't even matter what you do like who are those people like when are you just you feel like you don't have to impress anybody where being yourself is just second hand you're not thinking about the next thing to say you're not thinking about trying to hurt someone's feelings it's just this i just get to be myself and i and i love it so figure out when those moments are and you'll find out a lot about what it is that you're supposed to be and you need to understand like what are those no, non-negotiable needs? Like, what are those things that if someone wanted access to you that they have to provide? For me, it's like, if someone is incapable of being able to understand me, I won't do it. This, and lack of accountability. I, that's just something that I can't do. The idea of being with someone that's not going to hold themselves accountable for the things that it is that they do, that is just not something I can negotiate. For someone to have access to me you have to be able to hold yourself accountable for the things that it is that you do because do you understand how long i've had to constantly take blame for things that i didn't even do but i felt like i needed to do it to save like to savor the moment that i was in with that person or like to savor our, the bond that we had and i just know how tiring that gets it's just not one of those things that i could do anymore all right we're gonna look at what the second slide was pretty much saying so the one thing that it was saying was like, take note of what it is that you would never change about yourself. Like those things that no matter how much people tend to not like you for it, how much people try to tell you to change, look at those things that you really value and you just don't want that to change and make sure you just hold on to that. At one point, me being so social at times because I had such a strong personality, it would it would bother certain people. Like I wouldn't always get along with every single person. Am I? Is it easy for me to get along with a lot of people? Yes, but... I understand the fact that not everybody's not going to like me. Not everybody's going to like me. And that's just the way it is. And I'm not hurt by that. I don't need to be accepted or liked by everyone. But the thing is, coming across certain people while you're not so confident in who it is that you are as a person will make you start changing those very things that you love about yourself. I remember, I, like I said, I am a very big personality and I'm very social. So I'm going to talk a lot. But there are certain places where I felt like the things that I was saying wasn't accepted by the people around me. So I would actually take a step back and I'd pretty much get a little quieter. And I'm glad that I didn't continuously let that happen. The idea that I'm, I have this big of a personality is one of the reasons why I am where I am today. And I love that about myself. But if I didn't have like that voice in the back of my head saying like, this is you, if they can't accept it, they don't deserve to be around you. If I didn't have that voice telling me that, I knew I would have let that change about myself and I would have regretted it because it's hard to go back to the person you used to be. So I'm glad I didn't lose sight of something that meant so much to me. 
and understand something. Remind yourself of how amazing that it is that you are. Because it's so easy to like come down on yourself. Like you got a bad grade. Oh, I'm not smart and everything like that. It's like be easy on yourself. Remind yourself of those things that are amazing about you. Love yourself. Like when you look at a person you really love, you tell them the greatest things about themselves. And if you told them anything that was bad about them, you would offer suggestions on how they can get better. You would never bash them. So do not, don't bash yourself. Like you, you mess up, you fucked up. It is what it is. Like it happened. Move on. Like when, when you actually do fuck up, don't look at it where it's kind of like, oh, of course I did it again. I always fuck things up for myself. For like to really love yourself, it's all about a mindset. It's this idea that you find yourself worthy of all the great things that should come to you. And that starts with you. I'm not going to tell myself I'm a fuck up. I'm going to tell myself I messed up like any other person would, but I know I have to do better. It's the idea that you accept where you are currently, but you're still not being complacent in that exact situation that you're in. It's like, all right, if I mess up, I'm going to be like, okay, I fucked up. I can do better. And then I look at what it is that I fucked up in as a learning experience. And I'll apply what I learned from it in situations that I'm in the future. So in other words, it's not that I fucked up. No, I learned the lesson and I applied it. So why would I be mad at myself for learning something? Um, on the next slide, it was really talking about like this idea that you need to earn your own respect. And I think what it meant by that was just like the idea that you accept you for you. And part of that to me is just be be you for you. Like I said, when I was a class clown, a lot of the times I wasn't doing things because it was what I really wanted to. Like, I just wanted to fit in and I was willing to earn that no matter what it is that I had to do, even if it meant to slowly lose myself until I got to that point where I was like, enough is enough. But yeah, just earn your respect. Accept who it is that you are. Build up your self-image. Like, how do you view yourself? When I when you look at yourself, like, do you do all the worst things you think of yourself come in? Like, those are your flaws. And that's okay. Everybody has flaws. Understand that they actually make you stand out. The idea that you can work on something that you sucked at. It's like you 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 gained you gained a new skill and you overcame something that you struggled with. We all have our own battles to fight. So it's just like you're gonna get through it. Everybody's fighting their own battles. Sometimes you don't see it, but you're not the one doing this life thing all by yourself. And if somebody else is doing it, why can't you? There was another part also, it was also talking about like this idea that you need to accept your strengths and your weaknesses. And being able to do that isn't saying like, oh, accepting all my flaws and I don't want it. But it's like, you just know who you are as a person and you need to understand every part of what that actually means. All the good and all the bad. You can't, you have to accept it. And once you accept it, you can work towards who you want to be in the future. But the idea that you're going to get somewhere you want to be without accepting the current situation you're in it's just not going to make sense because to follow the right path to get to where you want to be, you do have to understand where it is that you're starting. So you understand what it is that you have to truly put in. And a lot of a lot of us, we tend to lie to ourselves. Like we lie about the current situation we're in. We lie about things that are just clearly right in front of our eyes. But it's just like you need to accept every single part of it. It doesn't matter how, how much you hate that thing about yourself. Just accepting it also means like I'm accepting the fact that I have to change it. But I just know that this is where I'm at currently. I think one of the biggest parts of loving yourself is this idea that you have to invest in you. Like you have to be willing to do things that doesn't necessarily seem fun to prioritize yourself. Because when you think about it, how often are you willing to make sacrifices for people around you? Constantly, because you love them. And you understand the fact that you're willing to do anything for their happiness or fulfill what it is that they need. You have to be able to look at yourself the exact same way. 
when you want, I think at one point when you are trying to love yourself, you need to like, in my opinion, it's kind of like, you just need to have this idea where it's like, all right, close my eyes. What does it look like for me to be loved? Like, what's your definition of self-love? Like, if you, like, you have to think about what's all those things that you would want someone to just treat you like. What's everything that you want to look at yourself and you're like, this is completely who I am. This is the treatment that I want for myself. Understand what that idea of self-love looks like and then incorporate that. Work on that and find a way to get to where it is that you want to be. Just like, think about it. How are you, how would you love someone that like the person that means like the very most to you in this world? You do so much for them. You make so many sacrifices for them. Do the exact same thing for yourself. The same way you love them unconditionally to be willing to do whatever it is that they need. Look at yourself and say, I deserve that. Whatever you're willing to do for those you love, you deserve to do it for yourself. Because I truly believe the fact that you do have to make yourself a priority. It's one thing to be selfless. But the thing about loving yourself that you you have to realize about selflessness is at times you have to be selfish. At times you have to be willing to say, I don't care that I'm disappointing people by doing something that's going to further my success, by doing something that I know is better for me. Like, your friends are going to get mad at you if you choose to stay in a night and you actually choose to study. But at the end of the day, you're doing it for yourself. And accepting that disappointment that you may receive from people is something that's hard to do. Because the idea that you're disappointing someone you care about is like, damn. You know, it's like you, the guilt is just there, but you know, you're doing it for a greater purpose. And understand that someone who truly loves you will be understanding to your process. They will be able to accept, like, hey, although I don't necessarily like what this means for us or like the situation we're in, but it's like, I know you have to do it for you. And I, if you love them, right? Like, you love that person, you would be, you would be okay with them doing that. So why wouldn't they be okay with you doing it? I think one thing about loving yourself is you need to learn to be entitled, like this idea that you are entitled to your emotions. I feel like it doesn't matter who you are, like a man, like man, man or woman. It's like a lot of the times people make you feel guilty for the fact that you feel a certain way. Like people will pretty much try to manipulate you into thinking like, why is it that you're doing this? Why is it that you feel this way? I feel like a lot of people don't understand how to prioritize somebody's emotions so a lot of the times you don't feel entitled to your emotions i know so many people that's been like in relationships where it's kind of like they're mad about something and instead of the person worrying about that person's emotions the fact that oh like your emotions are affected that's my priority that's what i should care for people will go into it where it's kind of like oh you shouldn't be mad about this and then you feel like damn am i sad for no reason like am i you need to understand like you're entitled to your emotions every single bit of them and for me, I think like a lot of the times I was like, me being a guy, it's expected for me like, like the norm is that, oh, I don't really want to talk about things when I get mad. If something happens, I'm probably going to blow off. I'm going to get angry. But I was never that person. I was that person where it's kind of like, a lot of my friends would be like, yo, like sometimes you're like the bitch in the relationships. And the reason why I just say it's kind of like, I'm the person that always wants to talk. Like I want to do a lot of those things where it's kind of like people expect them to come from, from like, from a woman. And there would be times where I'm like, people would make me feel guilty. Like people I'm with or like even friends, not even just in a relationship manner. People would make me feel guilty for like feeling a certain way at times where it's kind of like, oh, you shouldn't be feeling this way. And I'm like, oh shit, like you, you might be right. But then it's like, no, nah, my emotions were affected for a reason. It didn't just happen. I don't like, who, who, who likes to be hurt? 
some people get hurt a little often and we make very bad decisions, but I don't think anybody goes in a situation like, oh, I'm going to get my heart broken. Like, I'm looking forward to that. My feelings are going to be hurt. I like that. I don't think people do that. But this idea that you start feeling like people just feel like, oh, you just all constantly want to overreact and stuff like that. It's just something you got to stay away from. Like, you're entitled to your emotions. If you're feeling a certain way, you felt that way because that person made a decision. They affected your emotions. You're entitled to feel it. And this idea that you got to take blame or feel bad about it is it's just not some shit you should do because it really just fucks up with you loving yourself. You start feeling like there's a part of yourself that's that deserve, that needs accepting. And the fact that it's not being accepted means it's a flaw when realistically it's, it's just not. It's just part of who you are that somebody's not willing to accept. And no matter who that person is, if they're not capable of accepting every single part of you, they just don't deserve you. Okay, so that was pretty much what the thread actually had, and I formatted in that exact way. But I realized, like, if I'm going to do one of those episodes, um, towards the end, I should probably do, like, uh, little tips and tricks. And pretty much what I mean by that is kind of, like, I'm just pretty much going to give certain—I'm just going to say certain things that I feel like really helped me as I was trying to love myself that I feel like maybe certain people don't know or maybe it needs to be reemphasized so someone understands the actual value of it. Um, The very first one was, like, be the source of your own happiness. For me, I'm somebody who's— like I'm a people pleaser. Like I'm some I'm the person that constantly gives and I give and I give. And I realized that a lot of my happiness came from giving. And it's it's not a it's not a bad thing, but the thing that I realized was how like if I I want to be the source of my own happiness. I don't want anybody to be included in that. The idea that I need to make somebody happy for me to be happy just means like I'm not content with what it is that I'm able to do for myself. So for me, like I had to start being able to do things for myself, like that it didn't involve anybody else, whether that was like I sit at home and I watch a show and I turn off my phone and I'm and I just have ice cream in my hand. Like that right there, I was the source of my own happiness. I didn't need anybody around me to make it happen. I was able to do something that meant I got I got to, like I got to be able to protect myself. I got to just be in my own space. I feel like people don't value that enough. The idea of being able to do that for yourself which is the reason why I feel like a lot of my friends and at times I've even felt this exact way. Like you'll be out with your friends and it's, it's fun. It's great. But then the moment you're about to go back in, everything just hits you again. And you're like, damn, I wish I was outside because you needed those people around you because you didn't know how to do what their presence meant by yourself. And I just feel like you really just got to take a good handle on that. And the moment you're able to make yourself happy, it also helps you limit your circle because you don't feel like you need so many people around when you're able to be happy by yourself. It's a scary thing because you really you stop valuing certain people and it's not a bad thing. It's like people you feel like don't deserve you. You don't give them that many chances because you understand that you can find that happiness elsewhere. And if you can't find it anywhere else, you know, you can do that for yourself. So you got that. But yeah, even me, like being someone who's super social, I just need time to myself. Like I need time where I'm like able to recoup all that energy that I just lost into giving to everybody. I realize like when I don't take that time for myself, I am so drained out. Like I have no energy to give people. And at times like if I'm really drained out and I have not refilled my social media, at times I I seem unapproachable because I'm like, I don't want to entertain any conversation. Like I just don't have the time for it. So that's why like as much as I'm constantly around people, Towards the end of the nights where I choose to stay up pretty late, I don't give a lot of people my attention. Like, people will know I go to bed late. But around that time where it gets to, like, if it's, like, 12 to, like, 2, 3 a.m., I don't like giving people my attention. 
it's just the idea like like nah this is my me time and i don't care what that person needs me for because it's like i know what i need for me and if i don't get that it just doesn't look good on me like it doesn't look good on me at all and a lot of people are scared of having their own space which is something that i noticed but the thing is being alone like when you're by yourself it shouldn't feel like you're being alone like it should feel peaceful like the fact that you get to be with you and you only like that being with you should be a peaceful thing you should be happy with the fact that you have time for yourself time to just dedicate to you and only you where you're not around nobody else having to dedicate so much energy to this person worrying about what this person wants and everything like it's just like it's just a place where you're able to just get yourself together and you're just able to center yourself I feel like that is just so key and it's helped me so much because it's kind of like the idea that I get to just have my own time. It just shows me so many things about me because I just get to think I get to reflect on situations that I had that day. And when I process it through my head, I'm able to be like, oh, this is what I could have done better. Oh, this was really good of me. Like I actually take a lot of time to reflect because I think like to love yourself, you have to be honest with yourself. And unless you're really reflecting on the actions that you take, and what it is that you've done, how are you going to get to a place where you're able to actually like improve, like get better? And I feel like reflecting is just one of those things that I do very often, but a lot of people don't spend too much time with themselves. So you don't really have that much time to reflect. And I think a lot of people don't want to reflect because they don't want to accept the things that they have, they've actually gone through or situations they've been in that they just probably want to push underneath the rug. But the thing is, no matter what you go through and no matter what emotions you're hiding it always comes back out so do it on your own terms do not be controlled by your own emotions there's not a lot of things you have control over and your emotions are one of those things that you should try to get underneath your belt it's something that i've constantly tried to do the idea that people could affect my emotions is something that i hate like i hate the idea that somebody could mess up my day by saying something like you walking away could just do something to me like i hated that it's one reason why, like, for the longest minute, like, I wanted to learn how to, like, not get attached to people. Like, I wanted that to happen on my own, my own terms. Like, I don't like getting attached to somebody and they walk away and I feel like part of me just left with them. Like, I worked this much on me and then you think I'm going to let somebody walk the fuck in my life and then walk back the fuck out with part of what I've worked on myself for so fucking long? Nah, nah, I value myself way too fucking much. I value myself over anybody else because the thing is, nobody's going to do that for you. So if you don't do it, you just look stupid. People are just going to take whatever they need from you. And then when it's that time, they just leave. That's the reason why I don't leave myself open to a lot of people. Like I'm a very, I'm an open book. But the thing is, I don't let a lot of people read that book, if that makes sense. Like I only let somebody in if I really feel like I trust you. And it doesn't take much for me to trust somebody, but it just takes you being consistent. Like, I know, like, this is who you are. Like, this is the person I'm, I'm opening up to. I don't need you to be perfect. I just need you to be real with everything that you do because I know I would do it for you. So it's kind of like, well, I would accept any less. And the last part is just protect your peace at all costs. Love yourself more than you love anybody else. You got to put yourself over everything else. Because until you do that, you're going to find yourself doing things where it's kind of like people just constantly take away from you. People will walk in. You'll value them way too much. They'll leave. And then you'll start feeling like you don't deserve them. And I feel like a lot of people after like breakups or like after a friendship ended, after you've lost the bond with someone pretty much, you lose part of yourself because you start thinking that person wasn't able like that. Someone that I really cared for decided to walk away from me. There must be something wrong with me. But realistically, it's like there isn't. There's nothing wrong with you. You're never going to be enough for the wrong person. 
you just have to actually remember that you got to understand like certain things happen because they're meant to happen that person walked away from me and you're surprised you shouldn't be you should probably be a little grateful because think about the things that happen while you're actually not around if someone's willing to just walk away from you after they just told you they loved you imagine what their thought process was every single time they constantly thought about you leading up to that moment it wasn't a pretty thought and it probably isn't one you'd accept so somebody walks away that's their loss and that's the whole idea why you got to love yourself more than you love anybody else if somebody walks away from you it's like when you love them more than you love yourself you're willing to lose yourself in trying to retain who that person is but for me it's like i don't want to lose myself anybody else because i know how long how much work was dedicated into me being who i am today so i'm not gonna let nobody get in the way of that and I would just like to say that is the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Chance, and you were just listening to A Chance to Strive.